Welcome to another episode from Boys and Men. I'm your host, Tara, Mr. King, and I'm here with a special guest today. Uh, it's a lovely lady I met earlier last week, and she has some good viewpoints that I believe that need to be talked about on this show. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself right now. What's up, everybody? It's Halima. It's nice to meet y'all. We're going to have a great time today, and we should just go ahead and get started. Oh, yeah. So, Helena. All right. That name sounds so exotic. So, where did that name come from? It's actually from the Middle East because I am Palestinian. Oh, Palestinian. <laughs> See, okay, okay, okay. So you're Middle Eastern and everything. Okay. Uh, so you're Muslim, correct? Yes. Okay. Hey, a lot of people will get so many stereotypes when it comes down to mm-hmm. Muslims and everything. They all categorize either you're if you're Muslim, you're the stream or yeah. everything. So break it down. Tell a little bit about your story and everything from the jump, from the – from the viewpoint, you know, from from early on, growing up. Um. Well, my family is very strict, especially my dad. Okay. He doesn't really let me do much, and he yeah doesn't let me go out at all. Really, kind of mainly just work, school, repeat. You know, ever asked to go out with people? No, no. I asked why. No, no. That's literally his only reason. But with my brothers. Don't say nothing to them. It's it's amazing. I love it. It's the, so he basically like an old school. Yes, literally. <laughs> old school Muslim. So basically, was your dad born here or was they born over there and they came here? He was born overseas in Jerusalem. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we got a lot of. Oh, we got. <laughs> you opened up the doors a lot of different topics we could talk about. But okay, you're uh, you're Muslim. You came. You you work. You go to school. Everything. Uh, so wait, are you like, is he gonna pick your husband for you type ordeal or? I don't know. I feel like that's what he has in his mind, kinda. And I'm just like, I don't know, no. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not gonna force you to marry anybody you want to marry. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, that's good. But at the same time, I he feel like he's he <laughs> he still hasn't felt like give me the full breakdown. You know what I'm saying of how it's gonna like how it's gonna me. work. How yeah. it's gonna work. He's like, hey, I got this plan for you. This is how you got to get it done. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. So what's going to happen if you decide to move out and you you decide to rebel against that? How does that look? I don't know because so many of my friends be like, just move out. Do things on your own. I'm just like, I don't know how to do that. It's <laughs> so complicated. It's not just easy where you can just, like, move out, you know? Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh. All right. So – our conversation was well. In fact, we're gonna keep on this topic right here right now. So, uh, as you see, a lot of people in the, uh, the U.S. and the media, they they talk about a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. already. Because you know, when they come down to the Middle East, they like want to give everybody equal rights and everything. So, why is the, like most men from the Middle East like your father in a way, like more strict? It's mainly because the rules in the religion, kind of. Okay. For girls, it's kind of different because you're not allowed to, like, talk with guys, be friends with them. You're supposed to just mainly be to yourself and kind of stuff like that, yeah. you know? You're supposed to just apparently stay in the house, kind of. Just do mainly all the housework and stuff. All the men kind of do all the work, you know, and everything. Yeah. So, it's very... I don't know why it's like that, to be honest. My parents are actually very sexist. Just to... Yeah, guys and the girls, very different. 
I don't get it. But I feel like there's a good and a bad that come with both of that at the same time. Yeah, too. yeah, there is. All right, let's talk about some of the good because everybody already pointed out a lot <laughs> of the bads. And so we're going to get into that later too. So what are some goods that you think that come from? Taught me how to be very independent, not to rely on anybody and be able to do things all on my own, not have to worry about needing help from anybody and like relying on somebody. So what about uh, as far as like you picking out your friends and the guys you date or talk to? Well, I've never dated anybody, so not really much on that one. Hey, but that's good. Like, yeah. Hey, most people be like, Oh, I'm saving myself for marriage <laughs> after they already done been yeah. tossed around the whole place. But that's a good thing. Like yeah. that that add more value to like if they say like your like stock mm-hmm. and everything, they hate to compare it to like that, but yeah. It add more value to women when they Yeah. Yeah. But sure. yeah. But what else is a good thing? Um, let's see. I feel like that's the only main really good thing for me, I guess. All right, so what's the bad things about it? Mm, not being able to really do what I want and actually have fun, like be able to hang out with my friends and go out and do stuff. Uh, uh, damn. It's, I can I can understand that, but sometimes going out with friends really Like too. even just to go out and get food, I don't, I don't get to go. He doesn't even let me go out and get food on my own. What, your brother got to be with you or something? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. That's, that, that is to the extreme, kind of. Yeah. But my mom was kind of the same way with me. Like, in high school, she attracted me mm-hmm. with, my cell, or with cell phones. And uh, I had a t- curfew. And my sisters got to do everything. It was like reverse. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but later on, looking back at it, I look at it. I was like, oh, she was trying to keep me from hanging out with the wrong crowds. Yeah. And getting involved in the wrong things, and that could be ruining your life. So, but at some point they have to trust you yeah. to make your own good decisions and let you grow up and like figure things out on your own while still assisting you and giving you advice. Yeah, and I think it's hard because like your parents probably your first generation come over here, so you're mm-hmm. the first born here yeah. in the states. So they're trying to keep a connection with their culture from mm-hmm. back home, and also allow you to be. To learn how to adapt with the yeah. American culture, mm-hmm. which is really not even a culture. It's like really, oh, go crazy, go wild, yeah, and do, do whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, so I can, I can, I can understand both sides, being yeah. a father and being on the other side. Mm-hmm. But all right, so our whole conversation was supposed to be about matching energy, because man, I I was eavesdropping everybody. I was eavesdropping on her conversation with her friends, talking about how her friends were messaging her. And not matching the energy, like she trying to give off and everything. So, and I feel like that's a real big topic because matching energy. Most people talk about that, which is like relationships, but mm-hmm. it can be in a universal outlook about everybody you have in your circle. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about matching energy. So, how big is somebody come with you to you with the same energy as part of the people that you hang out? See, whenever I. Whenever I'm with my friends and I'm talking with them, I give them, like, my full energy because that's the type of person I am. And I will often give them, like, multiple chances and whatever because I try to be nice and friendly and be friends with everybody. But at some point, it's exhausting trying to keep up with them. And if they don't like just the simple things, they are not there for you with, you know. It's just, no. 
it'd be a little bit of a bullshit. Yeah. It'd be some bullshit. But I, you got to look at everybody not raised the same. True, and true. And people don't look at things a different same way. But I know energy is big because let's say even like, well, you can't go on relationships part. Mm-hmm. But uh, friendships, you got one high energy friend. Yeah. Then you got that one that's always low. Mm-hmm. You got the one that's always just right, just right. Yeah. But I feel like all of them are needed in a way. Yeah, there's <laughs> different type of friendships that like yeah. help you out in different ways. All right, so what type of friendships are you having right now that you say is a higher energy? What type? What's the main type of friendship that you have in right now in your situations? Right now, the main friendship that I have is my friend Araceli, okay. the one that was kind of with us last time, mainly because I pretty much see her like every week, like every other day. Yes. So we hang out all the time. We talk to each other. It's cool. We, it's amazing. It's nice and chill. All right. Now, that's the one that's uh, cap, that was Catholic, raised Catholic, correct? No. Oh, She's Latina. Oh, the Latina. She's Hispanic. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Oh. So do you feel like... Hmm, how I put this in the words? I'm not trying to put my foot in my mouth today. No, you good, you good. <laughs> All right, so when you come down to choosing your friends, mm-hmm. if somebody don't come with the same energy, like say they're more on the low energy side, do you like hold them to like like push them away more than you would? First, I would try to understand why they're acting like that and try to work with them and understand. Okay. But sometimes if they like tell me things or try to like promise me stuff and like say they'll be there for me and they really aren't multiple and multiple times and Ooh. continue lying, that is when I really decide. That's, that's it, the problem. Yeah. yeah. But I'm one to like, I'm, I kind of can be forgiving sometimes, but sometimes when you lose my trust, it's hard to get it, back. It's really hard to get back. Yeah. Because that's when my energy really shifts, and you can really tell. All right. So most people talk about energy. Let's let's talk deeper into it. So yeah. like you said, the shift. Mm-hmm. So how would your energy shift during the time where you feel like they let you down? First, if you have my full energy, I'm overly excited to be like, hey, what's up? How are you? You know, everything. You do anything for them. Yes. <laughs> I'll, like, talk to them all crazy, text them, FaceTime, everything, respond like that. Like that. Okay. Now, if you just energy shift, you, I would, like, that's it. Just, like, a little nod, you know, kind of say hi and what's up a little bit. You know, like, it changes. Because, like, whenever you don't trust them, you don't feel like talking with them. You don't know how to, like, open up to them anymore, you know? Yeah. It's hard. Because if they keep on letting you down multiple times, how are you, you can't rely on them anymore. That that is true. That is that's really true. And it puts you down. Makes you feel feels horrible. I can see that. But at the same time, I can see that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I can. I'm trying to look at them from their perspective. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, they might have some other stuff that happened that yeah. reason why they couldn't be there. But I'm very understanding with stuff yeah. like that. But. I feel like communications that come That's down to communication. Communication is key. Okay. Very much key. You got to talk to me. Like, tell me what's going on. And most people don't. Yeah. And that's where it gets messed up. And they'll just lie to you. Be like, oh, I've been busy and whatever. Okay, tell me you're busy. But don't tell me that three weeks later saying you were busy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's it's not right. I think that comes with the people not trying to let you down. Like, they, they got this high station. They want you to 
they don't want to let you down. Yeah. So they'd be like, dang, I don't know how to tell her because I can't be there for her when she needs me right now. No, I'm and not, then, it's okay sometimes. You I know? know, but most people don't understand that part. Yeah. And then they just like, oh, they just ignore it mm-hmm. rather than just hitting it like the problem head on right yeah. when it happens. And then, like I said, getting this discommunication and then the energy mm-hmm. shift. And then by the time you they tell you what happened, it's like it's kind of hard to it's shift. Hard to, yeah. He's like. Why don't you just tell me that in the beginning? Mm-hmm. But you got to look at how people are raised and different things. Mm-hmm. So as far as you going to the, with men and have matching their energy, like, do you got any men friends, male friends? Kind of. Used to, but not really. All right. Go got to elaborate. You got to elaborate. Okay. So there was this guy friend that I had that I work with, you okay. know. Yeah. And we were cool. We were practically talk every day everything was nice and chill whatever we both knew that we didn't want a relationship or anything and it was just strictly friends and whatever like we were strong energy you know it felt like it for me at least you know i would definitely ask him multiple times you know what's the problem because sometimes he would kind of be drying or whatever i'm like everything good do you even want to talk whatever do you want to be friends he'd be like (laughs) yeah no it's all good i'm just busy uh, right and busy. i was like yeah okay that's fine whatever but i did ask them multiple times you know <laughs> and like a little bit like one week i could tell his energy kind of changed just a little bit because yeah. he was a bit different when we were at work one day barely talked to me just like shh, like kind of just straight walk by i didn't even say hi <laughs> and that week i just i stopped talking to him because i i knew something was different like it was off yeah right and he didn't even bother talking to me either. And then after two weeks, I'm like, okay, you know what? What's going on? What's up? What's the problem? You know? And he was like, oh, I've just been busy and whatever and all that. And I'm like, okay, fine. Stay busy. Bye. And then he's like, okay, fine. Do you want to know the honest truth and whatever? And I'm like, yeah, it'd be nice if you don't lie for once. Yeah. And he's like, I just didn't want to lead you on. Didn't want you to catch feelings and whatever. And I'm like, why don't you just say that? Like... I didn't want to do anything with you to start with. You were just my friend, you know? Yeah. Like, I asked you multiple times, and you said no, and you literally straight ignored me instead of talking to me and tell me what was on your mind, you know? And then it just didn't talk really after that. It was like, and then later on, he would snap me and be like, hi, how are you? What you up to? And I'm like, I'm good, yeah. He's like... I hope you're still, uh, I know you're annoyed at me for ignoring you, even though he said he didn't ignore me. That was the funny part. He said he didn't ignore me when he did. Yeah. And then I was like, annoyed? I'm not annoyed. I'm mad at you for not telling me what was the problem and then just ignoring me because you didn't want to face it. Yeah. Yeah. You were just a straight coward. Yeah, but I feel like that comes on both sides. And this is the reason why I say that. Mm -hmm. Because me being a, Older guy, I could tell you from experience, mm-hmm. some women would say one thing mm-hmm. and they mean the other. And mm-hmm. then us guys don't know how to actually communicate Yeah, that because we don't know. We don't want to mess. One, we don't mess up the friendship. Mm-hmm. Two, if we do decide to act upon it, what we're mm-hmm. feeling, then it could turn out, oh, then we got that rejection because now you're like, oh, I don't have these feelings for my friend. Cause I'm basically the guy she want, but then I actually tell her how I feel, and now she's like, "Oh no, I yeah. didn't want to see your friend." And you crush, 
when you curse a guy like that. Uh, but I don't think he—he he never. I don't think he liked me like that. Because he apparently was fresh out of, of a relationship. Yeah. I obviously knew not to do anything with him yeah. or even catch feelings for him. No, I had to stay like no. No, but most guys like like girls want us to tell them things. Mm-hmm. But then we look at it like, oh, if I tell her the truth, mm-hmm. how is she gonna look at me? It could. It's it's so hard for guys to communicate with women. It's kind of hard for women to communicate with guys because yeah. they want it like, oh, give me this right now, right now. And then same thing with guys. We want the same thing, but mm-hmm. it's like girls want us to read their mind, and guys are like, if we let them know what's on our mind, mm-hmm. they're going to hightail it <laughs> out of here. So it's kind of a sticky situation yeah. when it comes. Our friendship wasn't really like that. We were both very honest and open with each other. It was yeah. very straightforward. And look, that I'm just saying, when I was ever yeah. open with like a friend like that, mm-hmm. you always turn into more than just friends. Oh. So like you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I can be vulnerable with this person. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at that like, dang, this is the perfect type of person for me. So yeah. you look at this like, even though he might say you might have caught feelings, he probably got caught feelings, and he just didn't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. One mess up the friendship, and two didn't know how to approach the situation, oh, and that's yeah. kind of. And think about too, like think about it. If your friend would have came up to you and be like, "Hey, I really like you. I really want to date you and everything," how would that have turned out? Not good. Exactly, and the yeah. the energy would have still got shit. He, for a fact, knows. Yeah. If something we were trying to be together, it wouldn't work out. Because both my parents kind of know him, and they both hate him. Why do they hate him? Because he's American, and he's mainly a guy. That's why. White American or black American? Because he's a different religion than me. Ah, so, okay. So, dang, they strict like that? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, now that sucks. So, all right. Now, come back to this interview now with your parents. (laughs) Let's talk about this. So, do you feel like the religion y'all that you you believe in mm-hmm. plays a big part in how they let off their energy towards you? Yes and no. All right, go and you know you gotta explain. Come on. Okay. Yes, kinda because let's see. It's kinda hard to explain. Okay, we'll go with no. We'll start off with no part. Right, we'll start with no. Okay. Because they can make their own choices and lead me in ways that can help me yeah. while still abiding by my the rules of my religion, you know? Yeah. But they just do more than that. They're very controlling. They want Ooh. me to do everything their way. Like just, even if just to get food or do like a certain action, they want it done their way. Uh, not knowing there's more than one way to get the same thing. Oh. Yes. So they're more systematic mm-hmm. religious people. Okay. Because you have those same type people with any religion. Yeah. And that's what run a lot of people away from the religion that they were brought up in. Yeah, no, I feel like with their religion-wise, it's good. It's just my parents are pretty overboard. Yeah. They they do too much. <laughs> Mainly my dad, but at my same time, I'll be honest, they're low-key kind of toxic. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so how do you detoxify yourself from your parents? School, work. Dang. Now, I'm just saying, after school and work, when it comes to a point where you, like, really can't stay there no more, you feel like, yeah. I can't do this. Have you ever, have you planned that out? 
No, because I don't know how it's going to work <laughs> out. It's just like, I don't know. Dang. So, all right, let's go back to this part. So, do you believe that by them being controlling, is it going to more likely, because I see this happening in like a lot of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I realize all the religions basically kind of the same. Mm-hmm. They understand Muslim, when they say Allah, that's the same thing as God, yeah. Yeah. So, a lot of people get so controlling and they run away from religion, but they end up coming back. Yeah. Or they go find other religions that they want to get upon that's more free range and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you see, like, the problem that happened with a lot of these parents with their religion affecting the kids and making them, you know, Yeah, away? I kind of get, yeah. Um, yes and no. It depends on, like, the actual person themselves, whether yeah. they can control themselves and yeah. what their priorities in life are, you know? Because yeah. I feel like I can control myself whenever I would think about, like, the bad stuff, like, wanting to do, like, going out and just doing whatever and having fun, kind of. Yeah. You know, like, different ways of having fun and whatever. Yeah. Whereas just, like, being stupid and just being reckless and whatever. Because I feel like most people would just think that their religion is controlling them and kind of use that as an excuse yeah to say they can't do this and whatever because of it you know if that yeah. makes sense yeah yeah i know you're talking about yeah because in christianity most people are like oh you ain't supposed to do this you ain't supposed to do that it's not about you shouldn't do that it's like it's how you perceive and the, the what you're, yes. you're doing because look at this God made man, God made woman. Mm-hmm. The same, well, Allah and God is the same people, person, y'all. <laughs> yeah. so if y'all don't understand that part, you're dumb as fuck. You're just, you're just stubborn and don't want to realize that really Muslim religion and Christianity is basically the same fucking thing. Yeah. But uh, back to this, uh, <laughs> most people don't understand. Like, really, God made everything on this earth. Mm-hmm. That means He gave me the opportunity to experience everything on this earth. Yeah. It's just he wants you to experience it with him. Yeah. Most people are like, oh, I can't do this if I'm with this this religion. Yeah. No. No. You can do it. Just know that, man. Know like, between the right and wrong. Exactly. Know what's good for you and what's bad for you. Exactly. But you got to experience the bad, too, to know what's actually yeah. is good. To help you out. That's why, I like, the prodigal son, he yeah. went out in the in the wilderness and he partied and everything. And he came back. His father took him back in open arms and gave him back his inheritance. Yeah. That's God and that's you. Y- y'all the prodigal kids go out there and experience life and then mm-hmm. come back and tell God about everything you experienced and what you learned and like so you can be better for the next generation. Yeah. But most people don't look at it like that. Mm, no. <laughs> Especially our parents' generation. More than likely they're more of the slave mentality. Oh yes. Religious people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of make more sense now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just because you're Muslim, just because you're Christian, just because you're. Whatever religion. Whatever is. religion you're at, Buddhist, atheist, whatever. Yeah. Just experience life of what it is because mm-hmm. you only. No one knows what happened after you die. Yeah. But, you know, just live your life. Live your life. Create your heaven on earth. 
But be smart with it. But be smart <laughs> with it. And be careful about the energy that you, you put off on people because yeah. it's, it's really, energy is felt more. It definitely changes you afterwards, too. Exactly. All right, let's talk about some experiences which change, where it's like your energy just changed after like a bad experience other than like what we already talked about. I know you got a couple more. You got to have a couple more stories. Okay, yeah. Let's see. So this one friend, I, I, cause I wanted to be friends with her. She was cool and whatever. Yeah. We, we worked together, yeah. I would always try to start a conversation with her and whatever. Get left on open. I'm like, okay, whatever. You yeah. know, I don't care. It's fine. And then we were like, oh, you know, we should hang out and whatever. And I did ask my dad if I could go have lunch with her and whatever. And he said no. And I was like, why? Wow. He's like, just no. Just don't, don't worry about it. Just no. I'm kind of glad he kind of said no now that I realize it. Because, okay, whenever we were going to go hang out to get our nails done that week, right, she canceled because she couldn't show up. She drank the night before and was couldn't wake up and whatever. I'm like, okay, you know, it's fine. Whatever. We'll just hang out another time. Yeah. We can have more time because I had work afterwards. We didn't want to feel rushed and we just wanted to chill. Yeah. You know? And then... Like, a couple of days later, she says she has COVID. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? What's going on? Whatever. You know, I'm surprised she even told me because we were close, you know, kind of. But, like, yeah. not really. We were just starting to get to know each other and become friends, you know. Yeah. And I was checking in on her one time. And she just left me on open because I was like, oh, definitely drink some water. Get up and out. Don't, like, stay up in the house. Like, stay in the house, but, like, don't go out, you know. Yeah. Because whenever you're sick, it's not good. It's good to stay in bed, but you want to, like, get your brain, mind moving everywhere, you know? And she left me on open, and I was just like, okay, yeah, I don't get that. Why would you do that? And then literally, like, the next day, because apparently she wanted to start streaks, that was more her priority. She's like, oh, you lost our streaks and whatever. And I'm like, is that really what you're focused on? Because you should have been more focused on your health than on these streaks. You know, I didn't really think that's something important, you know? I was more focused on trying to be there for you and be friends with you, and you were just trying to do that. And I was like, okay, you know? I don't... Trying to gain one more social media friend. Yes, I was like, that's an- that's you another thing. how old in life and you're focused on this? That's what another thing. We, I got to say y'all generation, because mm-hmm. my generation, we grew up, like, if in high school you had social media, Whoopie dude, that's y'all. Look, I had MySpace. <laughs> Facebook came out right when I was graduating. So a lot of the things shifted. Because like we have more face to face conversations than y'all did in y'all generation. Mm-hmm. We have more uh interactions. And yeah. we had a problem with somebody. Like the inter- we we took care of that problem there or we we had a fight. We fought them at school, mm-hmm. gone by our day. Not like y'all, y'all uh come with the guns and the glizzies and all the other type of shit where it's like y'all don't know how to take a loss if you lose a fight don't mean go kill the next the person that beat you up or you lost that's part of life it is what it is it is what it is many people's ego they don't know how to handle it yes but the injury that came from i feel like injury cannot just can also come from other things other than people yeah like systems and everything else like social media like the, the video games, TV, like the thing that they proceed upon, uh, like think about this: if all you see on TV is re- representation of you as a as a thr- a thug, criminal, and all these bad things, yeah, that means in your head it's starting to 
come to the conclusion like this is all I can be in this world and this is how the world gonna see me regardless. Yeah. Yes, may this be the few amount of people of us, my people of my race or religion that get to this point, but the majority of us, they want to look at us like that. But at that point, you just got to ignore what other people say. Focus on yourself and believe in yourself and yeah. worry about your own opinions and not others because that's other people and not you. you yeah, know? but I see that's a struggle with y'all generation more than – I feel like every, everybody struggles with that. Mm-hmm. But I think about how y'all have to handle a lot of different things differently from our generations because I look at y'all a little more of the – reality tv series generation and the y'all had mass shootings more in y'all schools mm-hmm. uh shoot y'all got a lot more access to everything and yeah. even with bullying like bullying was just in at school and now when you go home no matter where you're at 24 7 basically if someone don't like you they can reach you and bully you yeah, no matter what and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's why you see more kids having suicide rates and yeah. everything. But uh Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It uh, wait, how did that how was that working? Uh how was that going to school in that type of environment? Because I know it had to be hard for kids in like in your For me, I feel like I'm way more mature for my age and I see things way differently. Like I can yeah. understand it better and not really get affected by it but you still get affected by it yeah. so when I went to school it kind of it kind of felt the same but not really it felt different like around me with every people being all scared and whatever not knowing what to do kind of yeah. but I was just pretty chill and just kept my guard and just went on with life because sometimes it is what it is around me and I can't really control it but I have to adapt to it and figure out how to survive and move on so had, did y'all, have you experienced any like mass? No. All right, but all right, but how do you feel? I want these people in our older generations to mm-hmm. understand the struggles that y'all have to face. So can you put into words what is it like to have to know that that could happen at any moment? Like somebody can walk into your school and it's scary because. You don't know what you can do. You're just sitting there all, like, all ho- kind of hopeless, but not really. Like, you don't have, like, the ability to do something. They're just there, and you can just take you right then and there. Exactly. You know, I don't know. Really. Never thought about it that deep. Yeah, because think about the bullying, too. Like, other bullying, bullying mm-hmm. has changed, obviously. Yeah. So, like, explain to them, like, literally, like, the different, like, effects that could happen like if you know somebody that did get bullied or you just give them an insight uh like i feel like when people get bullied it makes them hate life make them feel like that they don't belong in the world and that everyone's out to get them even if they're really not you know they'll just see like how one person treated them and like put it on everybody and not want to like interact with other people and that might change them and affect how they go on in their life, kind of. I don't honestly kind of know, but not really. I've never really kind of had friends that have been bullied a bit, you know, or been on that side with someone to really understand it yeah. that well. But the, all right, from just, like, all the the things that happened in this world so far, do you feel like, like, because of the people that done the mass shooting, yes, you find out they were bullied. Mm-hmm. 
do you feel like what's this or what system do you think should be put in place so we can actually correct a lot of these problems that we see facing us like on the systematic level as far as like with the bullying and with the uh mass shootings like honestly it's hard to even getting into school these days yeah so i see that helping but especially with the bullying because that energy that's been put off by bullying mm-hmm. is causing more people to go extreme routes yeah um i feel like for bullying it just they honestly need someone that's there for them that they can trust and be able to depend on so i feel like they should put up more reliable systems that they can count on to be able to have someone to help them in that time, especially teachers. They've got to be able to, like, step up and watch out what's going on and not just be like, oh, no, don't worry about it, you know, to whatever, you know, and ignore it. Yeah, a lot of kids, a lot of teachers do that a lot. Yeah, or just, like, not ignore, like, ignore them and not focus on them because there might be so many of them in the classroom. They may not see what's going on. Yeah. And... You just got to, like, be aware of your surroundings and, like, yeah, kind of, I don't know how to explain that. <laughs> you know, it's funny that while you're explaining it, I just thought about one teacher. Because mm-hmm. uh, he went to West Florida, too. I think, yeah. he, he, I think he came back to West Florida. I don't know if you ever had him. His name is Mr. Novotny. Mr. Novotny. I know. Yes, yes, I know him. He All was right. my history teacher. He, he was... Uh, <laughs> All right, this teacher was like, while while I had his class, mm-hmm. I swear he hated me. But after I graduated, like he was the coolest teacher. I actually I look back on it, taught mm-hmm. us a little bit more about like meditating, how to deal with different things, like mm-hmm. dealing with the people like that bothering you and all this stuff. Yeah. He was a bully at the same time too. But oh yeah, he was always <laughs> trying to be funny and get on somebody. Exactly, but like I I love that type of teacher because literally he he dives into the student. Yeah tries to be there for him while still like trying to keep it cool and chill exactly most teachers are not like that yeah no a lot of teachers is like oh you come do this that and they just they don't know how to be there for the student they're more like focused on teaching yeah they got to be focused on teaching and being able to help the student like be able to understand everything and be able to fit in exactly and then the guidance counselors these days it's, it's not even a guidance counselor <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they don't. They're really not there for the kids. Yeah, um, no. Because I, I see that happening all. Even when I was in high school, yeah. I feel like my guidance counselor didn't care about the stuff that I was facing or what I was yeah. dealing with. When I posted, come to talk to him about the things I'm dealing with, mm-hmm. and then just, no, it wasn't. I was like, really? How I look at it? I feel bad for the school systems. Oh yeah. As they go on, because. I feel like they're still progress processing stuff on the like the old school schools yeah. like nineteen seventies. Like the school system, yeah. to be honest, because that's what helps shape us as we're going up. Facts, that is true. This is that is true, but literally, because we mainly experience most of what's going on in our childhood through school. Ooh, literally, yeah. through we learn things, know things, interact with people. Literally, mainly. But as you see, the funding for schools will keep going down and down, and a lot of programs keep getting cut. Yeah. So, yeah. how do, how do we as young people let our voice find a way to figure out to make this gap meet 
you know, I'm trying to meet here because the teachers are getting underpaid. And that's some of them cause that to say they hate their jobs. Yeah. And they really not give give a fuck about the kids. Some te- like teachers yeah. shouldn't even put themselves in that position if they're not going to be able to do what's required of them, you know? Yeah. Like, don't be a teacher just because you want to, like, if you want to teach, yeah, that's fine. But you still got to be able to be there for other stuff that's going on for the children, you know? Part mm-hmm. of being a teacher in a way. Yeah. You couldn't, like, you can't just sign up to be a teacher and then complain about it <laughs> and say you don't want to do this and this whenever that's what you wanted to do. That's what you signed up for. Yes. <laughs> if you signed up for the job. Don't complain about it. <laughs> the door is right there. And that's the <laughs> and that's the funny thing. Like the most people don't look at that, that, that like how you said it with mm-hmm. their situation. You decided you wanted to do this per se. You make your job. own choices, and you might say you don't have a choice, but there is always a choice. There's always a way you can figure something out, no matter how much your choices may be limited. Ooh. It's just how you see those choices and how what you want to accept and what you want to do. And how much effort you're willing to put into those choices. Mm. Now I'm about to tie this all back together now. <laughs> so basically what you said, everybody have a choice. It's do just they want to do it or do they not want to do it? So now we come back to your choice. Mm-hmm. Because things you want to do with, as far as yeah. yourself. So the choices you have. Are you saying you are you taking the full advantage of your choices that you have, yes. even though you at the you got a little circumstance where you can't? Yeah, you, you got to operate. I feel like you got to operate in this small window. You got to think out the box and work with what is given to you, and be able to adjust around that. Ooh, shoot! And that's and guess what you learned that lesson from? <laughs> hey, I'm a. <laughs> guess what you learned that lesson from? What? Your parents. <laughs> no. Literally. Actually, yeah. Yo, shoot. <laughs> we are all in this together, y'all. You hear that? We're in this together. Thank you. But no, nah, look, so we got to give a shout out to your parents because look, it was for them and their strict ways. You wouldn't know how to, you know, understand that, hey, yeah. it's a choice we have mm-hmm. in this day and age whether we want to do this or you want to do that. You want to do good or you want to do bad. If you want to make your circumstance better or you want to make your circumstance worse, it's your yeah. choice. But you, you go ahead and tell them. Thank you. Yep. Y'all heard it. Yeah. It's your choice. You decide what you want to do in life. You figure out what you want to do and figure out how you want to make that work in your life. That's yeah. even going with the matching energy. Yes. <laughs> like saying with your friends, like you make a choice of whether you want to talk to them and put in the time to be there for them. Like, you may just one day be there for them and, like, be hella inconsistent with it. Like, you might say, I'm going to be there for you. Like, I got you and whatever and not actually got them. Like, don't say you got them if you actually can't do that because yeah. it's not right. Because yeah. that person then will start getting vulnerable and open with you because you said you could be there for them. Yeah. And it's just not, it's not right. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> Hey, damn. It shows how much of a type of person you are. In this a way. True. Yeah. Because that's one thing about as you as I grew older, learning what the difference between a boy and a man was. Mm-hmm. Uh the transition, you really just learning this one thing. It's a key thing. 
if you say you're going to do something, you got to do it. Don't just be all talk. Don't you be all talk. You got to have your actions to back got, it up. Yes. Literally, that's so yeah. important. Yes, and I think that's that actually involves with, it comes down to a woman, a girl to a mm-hmm. woman as well, to the transition. The older you get, the more the more you start actually like doing what you say you're going to do and be about what you say. Yeah. The more you transition from that's like that your mindset. Kid. You might yes. say you want to do something you don't do, but it's like it's a, it's you gotta issue. stick with it, you know? Exactly. And most people don't understand your word is your bond. Mm-hmm. No matter you're a boy or girl, no matter you're Muslim or you're Christian, or Buddhist, what religion? It's how you see yourself and how you want to put yourself out there. Exactly. And your word is your biggest. It's your biggest contract that you yeah. ever have with anybody, kids, parents. Everything. Yeah. If you gave somebody your word, stick to it. Stick to it. But most people don't. <laughs> that you just gotta figure that. Yeah. yeah. But like you say, you got a choice. Of, you're going to choose to deal with those people after they showed you how they operate. Yeah. Because, like I said, energy is real. It really is. And sometimes you can even feel that stuff where you out even talking to somebody. Yes, even it's like someone you just meet. You can like feel yeah. their energy and how they talk to people. You ever had that experience where like you met somebody for you didn't even meet them. You just say hey and hey, and next thing you know, it seemed like you knew them because the energy just actually their energy just, is just, just nice. Yeah, it just felt like it's the best like thing bro, ever. what if I'm like bro, you my best friend. Like I know. I just met you, but like you're like, my best two friend. Two seconds ago, and we're already like. It's like oh, what's that? What's that show? Uh, oh, no, the movie Step Brothers. Oh my God, did we just become best friends? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like literally, like that's how, like a lot of these friendships I make. That's just like brand new friendships, mm-hmm. and it seem like bro, we like. Yes, those are it's the, the energy. vibes are immaculate. Cause like easily even, connect with them. Cause I can feel they hurt. I can feel they pain, and I also gotta see their ambition and like, mm-hmm. and it's big to surround yourself with people that. Not no one's got to align with everything you're doing, but if you're like a, trying to be a goal oriented PR person, mm-hmm. around surround yourself with the people that are goal oriented can help motivate each other exactly because yeah. that energy is transferable. Literally, it's transferable. Very much is because if you hang around like people that oh, I guarantee you five of your friends smoke weed and just chill out and don't do shit all day, you're gonna be the sixth person. Yeah, until you change their surroundings. Yep, because that energy. My my mentor told me this back like literally almost uh, ten years ago. Wow. <laughs> ten years ago. All right. Energy is not bought; it's caught. Mm-hmm. So the energy that's from the person beside you can be you can catch that type of energy. Yeah. If you stay around that person long enough. Yeah. You so, gotta make your own choices and decide what you want to do with that energy. Exactly. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but. I believe so. As long as you decide to make sure you understand how mm-hmm. energy works, especially with body. I ain't talking about gold power. I ain't talking about oh, power. No, we ain't talking about no that. Ain't stuff. talking about Next solar energy. Don't ask but, us any of that. But the energy, that type of energy, is good too. Everybody need their sun. Get some vitamin D. You mm-hmm. know, everybody needs some of that. But uh, oh, she drinking oranges right now. <laughs> it's hey, vitamin D. But uh, like really, just protecting your energy is real big too. Yeah. Because. Allowing your energy to be, like, given to somebody. Let other people affect you. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be able to keep your ground. Yeah, even if you give them your energy, understand, like, hey, use it as a learning experience. If it didn't work, it, it, has, it, is. it makes it, you more observant of everything that's going around you. Exactly. Even when I'm walking around everywhere in life, I'm very observant. I check everything out around me. Yeah. 
very helpful. And if you need a place to go meditate, go to the beach, go to the forest, find your little place. Yes, a nice, quiet place and just chill. It's very relaxed. It's good to be on your own sometimes. Think to yourself. You don't always have to be around people. But most people, they... Don't just depend on other people. Yeah. Depend on yourself first and then use those other people to help you out. Ooh. Yeah. I got a snap. That's like a, ooh. <laughs> that was a good one. Okay, okay. I'll see you over here. Be there for yourself before you're there for someone else. Because if you can't support yourself, how are you going to support someone else? And just even basic things. Damn, she just. God damn. <laughs> God damn. She over here. <laughs> doing the, doing your damn thing, okay? <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I hear you too. Oh yeah. shoot, man! Matter of fact, damn. I was about to say let's do some closing remarks on with your golden nugget, but shit, it seemed like you just hit us with. Yeah. Matter of fact, though, know, I don't even want to ruin how that just ended and how you perfectly you said that. So I'm just gonna hit our closing remarks. Yes. And, but first, I want to say thank you for coming on and sharing with me your religion experience, mm-hmm. your in, your experience on everything else yeah. you went through. And thank like, you op- for having me. And open nice up a lot of eyes. This. I know. Open up some eyes to like the people that don't understand yes. your religion as mm-hmm. well too. And uh bro, uh just I'm just grateful. <laughs> like, <laughs> look, and like with that nugget you just left me with, like, oh shit. Yeah. I might I might steal it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna steal it. But uh I'm gonna hit it with my closing remarks. Uh like she said, be conscious about who you give your energy to and don't let their energy affect you if it's not good energy. Yeah. Uh do what you want with it. Do what you want with it. But I'm gonna hit y'all with my my final question. Y'all already know what it is. Dream big dreams, cause small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you couldn't fail? So Keep dreaming, keep believing, keep the faith, and just, yo, take this year by the horns and make it, uh, make it what you want to make it. Exactly. So, yeah. And I love y'all. Uh, I miss y'all. And thank y'all for tuning in for this episode from Voice of Men. Peace, love, Adios. and happy news. <laughs> I know that I'm different, self-motivated, self-disciplined, yeah. I learned from my experience. I just want someone to take me serious Real questions that I ask How long will this solo trip last? I'm content with being alone in the past But it's changing and it's something I can't grasp Turn off my phone, I'm in my zone So now I'm acting different I'm to myself, I'm in my head Mapping out this life I'm living Shadow work on myself I done already seen hell Can't fit in so I rebel But I don't miss a beat I don't miss a beat Tip